Welcome to Spider-Man and his amazing fans. I'm Bry Guy. I'm Jason. Today's episode, Six Forgotten Warriors, Chapter 4. Oh, hi, Chameleon. Oh, hi. <laughs> oh, hi, Spider-Man. <laughs> you, uh, you and I connect a lot during the week between uh, recording episodes, Jason. We do. We do. Most it's, of the time on yeah. Instagram, and, and I found... You know, when you go on Instagram, you're part of the algorithm, right? Yeah, so you watch yeah, one for sure. reel and then you get all, I don't know how, mm-hmm. but I somehow got a reel of, uh, with Tommy Wuso in like a, a clothing ad in Japan or something. And I saw it and I was like, <laughs> OMG, I have to show this to Jason. I assumed he never did any sort of paid acting gig beyond the room. So he did at least one other thing. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And he was basically it was ridiculous himself. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, God, it was funny. Um, I'm looking forward to our sequel podcast where we just discuss the career of Tommy Wu, so that's going to be... <laughs> It's, that's going to be a short gonna one. Come. That's going to be <laughs> yes, a short, exactly. short podcast. <laughs> and can't do much unless he comes on or something. Right. Sure he's too busy. Oh, my this. God. Wouldn't that be wild? That would be wild. That. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, this is... I... I, as I was writing my notes, I, a couple of times, like I did, this was the first time in this arc that I've done this. A couple of times I was like, okay, part five. No, wait, part four. Yeah, right, right. Episode five, six part war- four. Six warriors. Right. right. Part and only, four. And only five, five parts, parts altogether. Total. Yeah. They oh, missed the God. mark on that last point. They should have they done did. six. They but, did. Yeah. It would have been perfect. But um, right. this is... Um, this is kind of where the this is where all of the stuff that's been building and and sort of percolating, uh, it starts to boil over, right? Yeah, like this yeah. is in our in our penultimate part here, uh, leading up to something huge. My greet my greeting to you, of course, alluding to the very <laughs> beginning of the episode when mm-hmm. um, uh, Robbie Robertson shows up at uh, Mosley's place to uh, to tell him hey, Spider Man needs the other two keys. That, yeah. you, that needs to, the two keys you've got. So right, let's go. Right. Let's go get them. And I and I said to you, um, yeah. I immediately knew that was chameleon. I was. <laughs> it's just like you know. It was like uh, you know, late at night. Uh, it was like a rainy thing. You know, I, I've learned. Maybe I've just watched a lot of Spider-Man cartoons, Brian. I don't know. Yeah, but, we both have. But That's my excuse. <laughs> but just, but just anything that seems slightly out of character for somebody, I'm like, that must be Chameleon. Chameleon, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and I put in my notes like, boy, that didn't take any convincing, and it didn't. Yeah. Because yeah. I just trusted Robbie Robertson so much. But right, good, right, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm just a, you know, I'm just a rube. <laughs> I fall for this <laughs> shit every time, Jason. Every time I'm like, oh, it's chameleon. Like every time. <laughs> and you're like, yawn, it's chameleon next. <laughs> I, guess, I, I guess, you know, fresh off the apple cart or whatever the phrase is. Yeah. It's something, yeah. it's, that's, that's close enough. That's close enough. But, <laughs> uh, going to but it's fine be beyond the uh beyond the chameleon reveal i'll tell you uh i'll, I'll just tell you everything that this episode is about yes, do uh so like i said robbie comes to mosley's house he says hey let's go get black marvel's keys and and spider-man will hold them and so they go and they get them and they do that but oh no robbie's really the chameleon ah, um mm-hmm. so spidey me. and uh destroyer they show up to help and they briefly steal those two keys back uh, from Chameleon. But Kingpin and the rest of the Insidious Six, uh, they they win that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, like like it, it doesn't it doesn't take much. And there's a there's a thing where like Robbie is held hostage uh, by Kingpin and like dropped off off out of the helicopter or something. But you know it's like one of those points in the in a show where uh, Kingpin has a 
hostage who we know is going to be fine, but whatever. Um, Important part here, though, during this whole melee, Black Marvel appears Mm -hmm. and Mosley reveals that it was him who was the Black Marvel all along, which is frankly a good move. Yeah, Um, good Good, good choice. The the rest (laughs) of the Warriors, uh, with the exception of Thunderer, uh, they reassemble and they agree to help Spider-Man foil Kingpin's plans to use the Doomsday device. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the Insidious Six uh, fight with the American Warriors again. This time they're at the site of the entry to that Doomsday Complex, which is uh, in a uh, rundown part of the Bronx. Uh, warriors uh, put on a good show, but their powers flake out, and Kingpin, Kingpin's gang uh, wins. Uh, in the in the course of that fight, uh, we find out Thunderer has basically been hanging around as a hobo for uh, mm-hmm. who knows how long, and undercover uh, hobo. and yeah, undercover hobo, <laughs> and uh, he's the uh, uh, there's a hobo name for you, Thunderer. Um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> seven hundred and one hobo names. Uh, yes, uh, so. <laughs> So anyway, uh, they use their keys, they unlock the doors, and that's when uh, Chameleon reveals that he is the traitor. Uh, turns out he was like he was like a ward of the Red Skull or something like that, and Red Skull like basically gave him his chameleonish abilities. I it was a little wog, uh, foggy, but whatever. Uh, so anyway, he and Little Scully, uh, uh, Red Skull Junior, they go way back. Um, now the uh, Insidious uh, Six and the American Warriors, they, they get like laser lassoed to the walls inside the Doomsday Complex, uh, while Scully tells Professor Groitzig to fire up the machine and get uh, Big Red Skull out of the Vortex. So that mm-hmm. happens. And then uh, Red Skull, he's really only disoriented for like a minute before he starts like shrieking about world domination again. And then he's, mm-hmm. fe- he's feeling really smug. And uh, and at that time, then Groitzig also gets Captain America out of the Vortex. And, uh, oh, hi oh here comes Silver Sable and uh, the Wild Pack. And uh, then the fi- final battle of the episode really starts. Um, Red Skull rolls out these, like, giant... Um, they, they almost look like Sentinel kind of robots, if you're yes. in the X-Men know. Um, yes. That's what they reminded me of. But uh, anyway, the baddies and the heroes have to team up to stop the robots. And while that's going on, Red Skull and Little Scully, uh, they bail down a hallway, and Spider-Man and Silver Sable uh, chase after him. She tells Spidey that her dad was like the uh, like started this task force that hunted down these Nazi war criminals, or uh, it's that's similar to what she says. Uh, mm-hmm. And so she's got like some personal stakes in the in finding Red Skull and like completing some sort of mission. And apparently, Brian, all will be revealed, or anything that remains will we should be revealed come part five yeah. and the yeah. fina- and the and the final bit. So yeah. that's yeah. how that that's what happened in the a show. Lot, a- a lot more happened this week than last week, right? I mean, because it was told mostly in present time. There and there were a lot of answers given, right? Like agreed, I, agreed. I, I know that uh, I what I did and when I sent you my notes is I, ha- I kept my things we need to know uh, list that's been going for the the last few episodes here, uh, mm-hmm. and I and I checked off all the things that had been checked off. Like there, there's a lot of there were a lot of big checks here. Like um, yeah. Uh, whether it was Silver Sable or Chameleon. Um, and I added a couple of more questions hmm, that we'll, that we'll yeah. have to talk about as we, we go along. That. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah that's, that, that was the, the, the long and the short of it. And I'll, uh, I'll tell you straight away, um, 
uh, I I loved all of the uh, seeing all of the American warriors uh, yeah. like back on the uh, uh, proverbial battlefield. That uh, right. That worked out for me really nicely. I thought I would watch a whole show, maybe not a whole series, but maybe a whole episode of just these these forgotten. Oh warriors, yeah, yeah, American that'd be cool. Warriors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. give mm-hmm. them like a maybe a two part pilot or something i'd watch sure sure why not yeah now in the course of watching this and doing a little bit of you know peeking around uh, curtains and so on mm-hmm. you you uh, uncovered something interesting because you know last week you were talking about how ah, they kind of remind me of like watchmen and i yes. and and i definitely uh can see that and and you know this week we get to see them in action and they have that rooftop uh get together uh, before yeah, they go to reunion. the to the complex, and it's like, yeah. um, there's a moment there where they're like, "Should we do this? Are we are we really doing this?" And that was where I was like, you know, this is this is kind of a fun thing to have these, and may and I like I said in my notes, maybe it's just because I'm getting old, but right. it's like, we're, right, we're closer to their age than Spider Man's age right, at this point right. in their lives, <laughs> kind of are, and yeah. so I'm like, you know, it's kind of cool to have these old heroes who decide to kind of strap on the the tights one last time as it were mm-hmm. and and go at it but i but the, talk to me about what you uncovered in your uh brief internet research yeah so i did i did go on the spider-man wiki which i recommend anyone goes to and if you're listening and and, and mm-hmm. you've written it thank you you've you've done you've done yeoman's work for us <laughs> um here but basically it's on the just, fandom wiki correct exactly yeah, yeah the mm-hmm. spider-man-animated.fandom.com yeah yeah um so john semper jr our buddy john uh friend of the show john um <laughs> right. his his dream one of the things he wanted to write about was a, mo- a movie about superheroes from the golden age of comic books getting older and having to cope with what they did when they were kids. And that was kind of inspired by Watchmen. This was before Mm -hmm. the Watchmen movie came out and we just had the wonderfully and and probably I'll say it perfect graphic novel. Yeah. Yeah. By Alan Mm -hmm. Moore, one of, one of the best. So he, he, he didn't really get that greenlit. So he just kind of adapted it into these episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Spider-Man, the animated series. Um, So what, this is kind of funny too. I didn't copy it in the notes here, but, but he found a company because this was before the internet that right. was re- reprinting classic commons on microfiche. <laughs> so he bought a whole bunch of them. <laughs> no kidding. To find which, which like which ones to use. Oh, wow. Isn't that wow. something? That is, yeah. that is wild. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember microfiche? Yes. You probably had microfiche up until later than I did being where you're from, you know, the internet probably took a little bit longer. Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I can, I mean, I can remember even in college, some stuff like some old journals and stuff like that. Yeah. They would still have on, uh, uh, on that when we when we were uh, in college, yeah, right, no, for right. sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, that's that's wild to old comics on microfiche. I love it. I love yeah. it. No, yeah, it, so it was timely comics is what he found. That was a, some some imprint of another company, I guess. And, mm-hmm, and these, mm-hmm. so these characters are based on that. that so it wouldn't cool. be characters that were like we're used, you know, like we're used to seeing the Captain right, America, right? Those, but like lesser known. Mm-hmm. And it is interesting how close it is to Watchmen, and you know. I, I pride myself on being a bit of a comic book geek, but I'm proud of myself for this one, Jason. I'm going to take yeah. a victory lap and then we'll, <laughs> we'll continue on. I, I like it. I like it. No, <laughs> yeah. and it, it's, it, you know, knowing uh, kind of what his, uh, uh, John Semper's personal sort of interest was in this kind of story, really, um, it r- really makes it, uh, 
makes the the whole story make all that more uh, much more sense. And like I, one of my comments here was like, once we got to this part, like I was I was really in this episode i was mostly just along for the ride like they right, they right. they did they they sewed things together nicely i liked the 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 backstory that we got last week that tied them in with captain america um mm-hmm. and just kind of developing that from there i i really i really thought it was all it was well fleshed out and it all uh makes sense uh when you when you hook it together it right down to like one of the few things that i think we we were kind of scratching our heads about last week was was this black marvel guy who, right where we were like this is that's a white guy calling himself right. black marvel oh it it wasn't it really him was. right right yeah, M- yeah uh, i love that twist yeah I love that yeah we got who the real you know that it was mostly mm-hmm. black marvel i really enjoyed all of that and you said it yeah. was a good call i think it was a good call good choice on his part but also a good job on Semper's part the way yeah he oh that. yeah yeah that, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. no I, yeah. I so I really like that a lot um I will say related to that and I didn't I didn't really take notice of it until uh my third viewing <laughs> and that is that uh the so there's it, we we have that we have like the we basically have like three fights in this mm-hmm. show right we got the we got the first fight when the insidious six get the keys we've got the second fight when they're at the door of the complex getting the final key and then we've got the big fight inside the complex so and and cap yeah so fight number one is where we first get uh mosley's true identity as the black marvel revealed to us because he comes out costumed uh with the shield and he he helps spidey and destroyer kind of uh get through that fight yes mm-hmm. um and destroyer is like you know ah, who are you the uh dan lyons has been dead you know for for right. years or whatever how, right. how could this be and then in between those two fights we have that rooftop get together yep. well miss america and wizard don't say a thing <laughs> about yeah, black right. marvel right. you know they're right. like they're like Black Marvel, the dead guy. Yep, he's here too. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, here. I mean, we have to complete the set, right? <laughs> so, right. <laughs> and yeah, I didn't notice that. That's a that's the third viewing catch, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> it was, and I was like, hmm, that, that's a little wonky. But um, you know, if if, uh, if if that's the only mistake that they make in the in the uh, last couple of these episodes, I I can live with that. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that, that is something that. Uh, uh, that dawned on me. So yeah, yeah. What I are guess, what are what are the other things you? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I guess at this point they're just they're just probably thinking. It, it, I'm just happy to be with my friends again. So yeah, we'll just kind of yeah. we'll kind of go with it. Yeah. Go ahead. What were you gonna ask me? Uh, I was gonna ask you. Tell me. Uh, tell me some of the other stuff that uh, really uh, stood out for you or that you liked the best uh, that happened here. I I mean I know I'm getting ahead of it a little bit in where we are in the story. I, I did like the whole gang getting back together. I love I love seeing a good reunion and old friends. And um, I did wonder if there was some sort of um, was it Miss America and uh, was it maybe Destroyer that mm. gave each other a hug? And I was like, is there a little history there? Mm. Mm-hmm. Did you mm-hmm. did you think that? Mm, not really. Just okay. be and and only because of how. Uh, how much of uh, Destroyer's kind of personal life we got in the previous episode, right? Oh, where right, where right, he was yeah. with that 
he, he got him. He got his wife killed. He had right. it. Yeah, he got his wife killed and stuff like that. So I, right. I was like, ah, yeah, probably not. But uh, you know, who knows? Maybe. Uh, I, I mean, maybe, maybe she and Wizard, because obviously, obviously, none of them had ever been in bed with Black Marvel. They did not know he was a black guy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Unless they did it completely uh, in the dark. Completely and they, yeah, in the dark. Yeah, yeah, and kept their clothes on. It's uh, twoo, but yeah. it's twoo. It's <laughs> damn, oh. damn. Um, I, uh, I, I did like that um, reunion, and I also really liked, we talked about, like, I would like a, a show just with these, you know, um, American warriors. Mm-hmm. I'd also like, like, a good long TV movie about where Thunderer has been this whole time. And oh, why yeah. The whole, why the hobo did the hobo life choose him or did he chose the hobo right, life? Right. <laughs> like he could have been a cop. He could have yep, been yep. like been doing night security, but he was like, nope, that is a leap mm-hmm, to take. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm a former hero. Well, I guess I have to be a hobo. Like there, I feel like there's some steps in between. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'll tell you what, I think it's, I, the, my gut reaction is that he was committing really hard. If you remember when uh, Mosley was giving him the backstory and Thunderer was the one who stood up and said, well, I, you know, I, I don't care what you guys do. I am going to I'm going to guard this place until Cap comes back. And and he apparently meant it literally. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 50 years, if need be. 50 years. And uh, but right. I would I would still love to hear any stories uh, from Thunderer. That was on my wish list. I like right. I would I would love to see anything uh, uh about uh, what because you know there's no way he was just sitting on his hands for 50 years in that alley right. uh right. And, he, is, and is he full-blown in the hobo lifestyle or is he like right you know, right doing work during the day and then just a hobo at night like you exactly know what I mean? like yep yep yeah because uh, i would think these are good questions i don't, don't want to generalize here if you know if homelessness is a real problem in our country still to this day unfortunately but i would think that if he was living in the hobo life Someone would have stolen that key and tried to pawn it off, right? Yeah, it's yeah, just in his, yeah. It's just in his mm-hmm. trench coat in a pocket. <laughs> like right. they, they, they right. found it really quickly once they figured out that that was Thunderer. They're like, "Let's get the key. Check that left. There it is. Found it. <laughs> there. Yep. Oh, yep. 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 He had it. He had yeah. it right here. Yeah. Uh-huh. And do you think he? Do you think he harmonizes on the corner with like the other hobos? Like he holds the high C note, and they all. <laughs> You know what I mean? And they all just pass out. <laughs> or they're around like a can of fire like you see in old movies, like singing, you know, doo-wop songs. And I love the-, the can of fire. I should get a barrel just to just to, just to to burn some tires in my garage. Have you ever seen one in real life? No, no, not Me in either. real life. Yeah. That's, that, so. that's like one of those things that's only in movies. Kind of like when people go grocery shopping in movies and the head of lettuce or broccoli is hanging out the top. Yeah. Only yeah. happens in movies. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! Um, uh, but yeah, I really liked the reunion. I really liked the story of Thunderer. I, I, I always like a good backstory and a reappearance. Um, I feel like this story. Mm-hmm. I love the Six Forgotten Warriors, but could also be called Sins of the Fathers. We got Red Skull with mm. his two boys now. Yeah, and yeah. now big Sil- time Silver, sinning. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Silver Sable. Her father is up to something that we want to know about. Right, right. That right. We got a hint yet. And we still, I, I'm holding out hope. We'll get to it eventually. But one of the things I wish for, Jason, something about Peter Parker's parents. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And, and yeah, no, there's got to be, there's got to be something there. There's got to be some connection, you would think, between Silver Sable's dad and the Parkers, right? Like, yes. yeah, yes. that's got to be, that's got to be something we learn about uh, in part five. And Nick Fury. 
and Nick Fury too. Yeah, that's still that's still just hanging out there. And and if in the in the previous episode, if I'm not mistaken, when we when we got the TBC, it Mm -hmm. was uh, Spidey and Destroyer were on a weren't they on a little uh, shield uh, uh, a jet car or something like yes, that? Yes. Going to shield headquarters. Right. And um, yes. so what, you know, and the, the, what happened in the interim there? Because the next right. time we saw them, they were kind of camped out at that. Uh, um, I assume it was like a storage, uh, like a, like a storage garage, you know, kind of like a, you know, um, whatever. Like a, like a, yes. I know what you're talking about. Like a, a storage unit, a storage rental yeah, unit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, why does Nick Fury not want, the name to be cleared or whatever he said a few episodes ago yes. with Peter Parker's parents. That's, yes. This is, yeah. this is something we absolutely uh, need and want to find out. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we had uh, uh, last week pined for uh, the return of big red skull and cap uh, yep. and got both of them in this episode who voiced captain America in this. Oh, I cause don't know. the voice I... sounded a little familiar. David Hader. Okay. Um, Done a lot of voice work. Yeah. And listen to this. He wrote the first Brian Singer <laughs> X-Men movie. No, he didn't. And he co-wrote X2 and Watchmen. It all comes back to Watchmen. No, yeah. he didn't. Yeah, isn't this you something, You are kidding. Jason? No, I'm not. I'll, I'll put the link here in the chat. But he's got quite the uh, extensive... Uh, that is crazy. Um, that is yeah, nuts. He, isn't that something? He's mm-hmm. done... Yeah. That is so weird. Mostly voice work. And then he just so happened to write... Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's something. Wow, that's yeah. that's so. There you go. Wild. David Hater. Wild. Y T E R. Yeah. Um. He he only had like one line in this one. He was like, but I but <laughs> I loved how I loved how Cap was like because you know assume, presuming he had just woken up out of the vortex from nineteen forty two or whatever that was forty mm-hmm. yeah, three right. really you know yada yada yeah. and he's like all right let's let's go team let's make the world safe for democracy democracy i love that line that that i want that on a t-shirt let's make the world safe for democracy yes. and they're That's all just terrific. like you got it cap here right. we go like we're not running as fast as you are we've been actually living our lives these last 50 years but we are pretty close we are to near you <laughs> we are in the same room as you and we have the same intention <laughs> yeah he went oh, right back man. into that i love that did you yep. like did you like you called him scully which I love. Right, Lil uh, Scully, yeah. Yeah. Lil Scully. Did mm-hmm. you like that and the connection with Chameleon? The the whole family tree of Red Skull. How did you feel about that? Um fine. <laughs> fine <laughs> enough. I st- it still it still kind of skeeves me out that Red Skull procreated. procreated. Um right, right, the, right. and and we got and we got a uh, I feel like this episode gave us a little bit more insight into that in that yeah, he se- he seems to he seems to behave toward that character little scully as like blood relation full-on real that's my boy <laughs> like right, right like not right, biological right. yeah yeah, yeah. i'm like Ugh, really then who's who is the mother of red or, or you know who is the who is the mother of that child like right and ugh. and he he had romantic um you know relations with probably two women because Chameleon is he refers to him as his stepson, if I'm not mistaken. Right, right, right. It's not, yeah. that that sounded more like uh, to me like an adopted kind of you know right. hanger on to the family type sitch. Right, right. You know where where not, maybe it was not like a kid from the first marriage or something. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. No, I didn't. I, that that I didn't. That I didn't take away there. Okay. 
Yeah, but but you're you're on board with Lil Scully and and the whole thing beyond the idea of how that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I mean, it, it um the the thing that uh, the thing that works there is that you know uh, the original uh, Red Skull needed some sort of agent in the future that would that would want him out of that vortex right the vortex right yeah to rescue him and uh you know the the only other thing that they could have done is made it like just chameleon who wanted to do that but then but then how do you turn chameleon into like the uh you know the the sort of uh, treacherous one of the insidious six you know then you'd right. then he'd have to be in more of a standalone position so yeah i think that i think that all worked for me that yeah. that all made sense for me i liked mm-hmm. it too and and, mm-hmm. and i was Glad that there wasn't too much time between Red Skull coming out of the Vortex and Captain America. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I put oh, it in yeah, my notes. Oh yeah, you needed them to fight again, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. and you can't yeah. really have Red Skull without Captain America. Yeah, in my, yeah. In this, in this guy's opinion, so I was glad there wasn't a whole lot of lag time there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I did initially have some confusion about the uh, the utility of the the second kidnap victim from Russia. Right. Um, because the one that was taken when Pete and Robbie were there, right? They, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Um. And and I and again on the final viewing, I realized that it's it, it was partly I think like an animation snafu because they oh. because they it, it's it's still little Scully's voice speaking, but the but the lips of the of the uh the the character of the character move. And I was like, did he just say that we, you know, that, you know, it was easy for us to find this place or something. But then, but then I realized, Hmm. Oh no, they just, they must've just messed that up. And the reason, uh, Lil Scully needed that guy was so that he could force that that former German, uh, spy to lead him to the, to the site of the doomsday complex. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you might be reading into it a little bit too much. We might not ever get that answered. Right. Right. Um, but, but I, well, what we might not ever get answered is I think like why, what, or what I'm still wondering about that, I should say is why, uh, why Mosley gave the ring to Robbie and sent him to Russia to see that guy. Yeah. Like right, that right, that right. is that is still up in the air for me and I actually added that I think to my list of things that I still need to know. Um yeah. cuz I I'm not totally clear on how those how those connected. And and maybe I just need to go back and watch the, like that earlier episode or something. Um but I I that feels like something I would have caught. So yeah, I'm not real sure. Yeah, I I still don't know Robbie Robertson's sort of involvement with this whole thing. Other than just knowing Mosley, like mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. really, I'm still. It feels like so long ago that him and Pete were in Russia now, right? And it right. also is starting to feel. I hate to say this, it was. It's starting to feel a little unnecessary mm. because of how much story we've gotten with these six forgotten American warriors since then. Right, would right. You agree? Would you be on board with that? Well, well, I mean, the big thing that they did in Russia was to get the box, right? They got the the yeah. They got the box that had the info about the about the people. Hmm. Um. And so and, they and, and a hint at Petey's parents, right? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So th- so they did they did have to go there for that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I still am not sure exactly what Robbie needed to do there. Um, yeah, and maybe maybe know. we'll find out. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
Uh, I will say um, I liked how in that final battle uh, we we did have the sort of brief alliance of the Insidious Six and the American Warriors to right. uh, to fight the robots. My favorite bit of that was Kingpin basically basically bear hugging one of the robots <laughs> feet and just flipping it over. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that was all that training we saw him doing it with his henchmen. Remember, right? like yeah. last season, maybe uh-huh. that all paid off now because he can fight the robots. Oh yeah. man, yeah, that yeah. was that was wild. And um, yeah. th- during that fight too, though, uh, there were a, f- a couple of good examples of one of the one of what I felt was the shortcomings of this episode. Did you notice how many like little uh, like short? Uh, frame sequences that they repeated or reused here like there there's a there's a handful of them and in that final fight scene there are there's a point where uh cap jumps on the back of a robot he he jumps on the back of two robots the exact same way and punches them in the exact same place ah okay so he does that twice he also uh throws his throws his shield to take out two more robots exactly the same way with the exact same uh, American Wait, warriors standing next to him, you know, like, huh. you know, so they, they did that a couple of times. I didn't notice this, but I only watched it once. Yeah. And, and yeah. Maybe I didn't notice it because it didn't feel glaring because they do that kind of a lot in this show. Yeah. And really yeah. anytime they're not trying that 3d computer animation, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. And the, the only, and those were just, like I said, things that I caught that I was like, uh, this, they're, they're uh, reusing a bunch of this stuff. The only one right. that really kind of bugged me. And it, it's just, for me it was just because it was like a it's like a big time story it's a big arc you know like was when they when they get uh when they meet thunderer and we get uh, we get the reveal by the hobo dressed thunderer doing his yeah. doing his scream right and then and then everybody's covering their ears oh what is that sound it's so loud oh and it's the, it's the thunderer and then kingpin turns and he's like and then he's boom in full costume he's like yes it's me the thunderer i've been here 50 years like, <laughs> i was not a hobo don't worry about it <laughs> but just yeah like, that was really quick yeah 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 two seconds later boom costume you think you had the thunderer costume under the hobo getup? Like a like. Spider-Man I mean, I does. guess, but like he's got a mask and a hood. There's a there's yeah, a lot of true. there's a lot of bulk in that costume, man. Where do you store that? Right. right. Yeah. As a hobo, especially. Right. That's yeah. what I, that's what I'm saying. So that yeah, I would have liked to have seen him like changing into the Thunderer or something. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Pulling yeah. on pulling on the mask at least, like right. something like that. But yeah, exactly. The, it, the was, transition it was a little thunderer. it was a little jarring, but you, whatever. you mentioned you mentioned the Captain America robot. And I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. If you're frozen for 50 years and you come out of the vortex, yeah. I, I know you want to fight for the safety of democracy. That's very important. Yeah. However, yeah. one part of you be like, holy shit, they have robots now. Well, <laughs> OK, so they, they but the robots must have been down there the whole time. Right. So these are Nazi robots. These are oh, these are forties. The these are forties robots. Yeah, they weren't made. They weren't made in the in between. Right, were, okay. right, right. I didn't yeah. catch that. Yeah. Okay. These yeah. were these were old school Nazi robots. These um, the OG robots. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Which Fair is enough. probably why they clunked out so fast. You know that like the battery like battery capacity in the forties, Brian. Nothing oh, like what it is today. They, they probably were running on steam. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. You exactly. To, you have to Just gas up your robot. <laughs> Just wouldn't work. Um, right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
what what else? What else did what else did we uh, did we uh, miss that you had on your list? Do you think? And maybe I, I read into this line too much. Um, Doctor Octopus at one point when when everything's going down in that final fight, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and Kingpin you know is fighting, and before they all band together, mm-hmm. uh, Doc Ock looks at one of the other six. Oh yeah, yeah, one, yeah. I think he was like, talking to Shocker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's who it is. Yeah, yeah he says yeah. something like, "Well, it's another fine mess our boss got us in, isn't it?" <laughs> I love it. Like very Laurel and Hardy Gillingans Island. There. Right, right. But I, but I was thinking, could there be a mutiny here? Mm-hmm. Do you think mm-hmm. Kingpin's days with this six are numbered? They'll decide to leave him before he ditches them. Do you think that's a possibility? I think that's uh, I think that's a good possibility. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I would say at a minimum, Doc Ock. It sounds like he is. It sounds like he's probably going to wash his hands of this association. Right. Um, when when yeah. all is said and done. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. not happy with how that went. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Although uh, uh, Scorpion seems pretty uh, devoted, right? He he uh, tail. Uh, Tail strangles Chameleon and brings him to Kingpin at the end. I think, um, yeah, for, for double crossing for the yeah. for the yeah, um, yep. yeah, for that whole deal. Um, the phrase that a couple people said that I put in my notes was like the thorns in the side. You've been the thorn in my side mm, for a long time. You've yep. been the thorn in my backside. That's just a thing right. people seem to say in this universe a lot. Did you did you catch that or was yes, I, I did, I did, that? and you were you were correct. The in that in that same scene, there's a. Uh, uh, surprising sort of turn of phrase from Kingpin because he, yeah, he does talk about how uh, Spider-Man has been, I forget if he's, yeah, either thorn or pain in my backside yes. for too long. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, it is time for your life to be terminated. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's very like, formal. It's very, but it's like, that's like the closest I think they've ever been, oh, come to, say to saying killed. Kill. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right. But how could how else could you read into that? Your life to be terminated. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's really that's a fancy way of saying the same exact thing. You can't mean anything else but that, right? Right, right. <laughs> Speaking of things you can't do on this show, quite a bit of punching from the American yes, warriors. Right? I noticed that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe it's just Spider Man can't punch. Is could that be. What it is? Could be. I don't yeah. know. They. Yeah. They. I. I. D- I distinctly recall at least. Uh, uh, well, I saw Miss America punch uh, Vulture, mm-hmm. and the Wizard comes along, and he like punches all of the Insidious Six one after another, that and knocks amazing. them over. I, that was yeah, great. I was like, why is Wizard complaining move. about about you know being old? He kicked butt. Like it was a uh-huh. cool. That was one of my favorite animation moments. That just yeah, like, that yeah. whirlwind of punches that mm-hmm. he gave. That mm-hmm. was cool. It was. Yeah, it was. That, I love that. That's like six punches right there. Right. So there right. you go. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, they can't say kill. Spider Man can't punch, and you can't see guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and no, no bullets, no bullets. That's you right. can only shoot lasers out of your guns. Um, you know it is, but you know it is fair game. Although verbal abuse, not not <laughs> not uh, not the punching. New Jersey. Why? Why is why is New Jersey made fun of so much in media, Jason? I've never been to New Jersey. If we have any listeners from New Jersey, I'm sorry this keeps happening to you. I'm sure you're a fine state. <laughs> You know, you're the garden state for crying out loud. Like I flew into Jersey once uh, when I was going to New York to uh, visit my sister. Yeah. How, how terrible was it? Did you hate every second of it? Um, I mean, was well, an airport. Yeah, it was an airport. It was <laughs> I'll say this. The the uh, it was better than LaGuardia. OK, uh-huh, there you go. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah. Just because it was less busy. 
and and it seemed slightly less shitty. But I haven't been to LaGuardia in like twenty years, so I, right, I guess I don't right. know for sure. But, but I just I feel bad yeah. for New Jersey. I'm no. sure you know it's within mm-hmm. driving distance to New York. Yeah, you know, yep. it's less expensive. It's on. I'm sure you have very beautiful autumns. You're on the coast. You know, you know? it's it's probably one of those things where like I bet there are a bunch of people who live in New Jersey. Because it is kind of like right over the bridge from right. New York City, right? Right. There are probably lots of people who live in New Jersey who say they're from New York. Ah. And people in New York don't like that, right? Ah, right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Well, even the New York Jets play in New Jersey, right? Or is it the Yes. They, well, both. They both they play both, in yeah. East Rutherford, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. that probably is a, you know, a thorn in the side of a New Yorker that our <laughs> football teams don't even play here. They play in stupid New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> oh god it's kind of it, it's kind of like this time uh i i was uh out with my uh beautiful wife uh five years ago when we first moved to iowa okay and we were we were having a drink and uh it just it was it was a quiet place and just happened mm-hmm. to overhear a conversation happening a few a few stools down at the bar and one guy was telling the other about how uh, he was uh, from Milwaukee, and they were uh, just talking about whatever. But I keyed in on because we're you know we're from there, and yes. and I I keyed in on this uh, Milwaukee comment, and then I'm listening to you know just eavesdropping a little bit more, and uh, he the guy is actually from Sussex. Now I don't know if you're familiar with the geography of the Mil- Greater Milwaukee area very much, mm-hmm. but. Um, Sussex is way the hell out in Waukesha County. I was going to say that's nowhere near Milwaukee. Yeah. So if you're, if you're going around, if you're a person from Sussex saying I'm from Milwaukee, it's kind of like a person from New Jersey saying they're a New Yorker, you know, it's, uh, it's not, it's unwelcome. It's unwelcome, Brian. I think you need to start the trend now for our us Midwesterners <laughs> who can relate to the geography more and say, yeah, 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 th- yeah this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's from Sussex. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. We'll make that yeah. a thing. You wanted the world and you got Sussex. You need a new agent. I mean, that kind of thing is what you can give. Everything is legal in Sussex. Oh, man. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, my friend. Oh, here's here is a random comment. Now, I didn't send this to you because I again, okay. this was something I saw on my uh, on my last viewing. Okay. So kingpin early in this episode has robbie robertson dangling from a rope out of a helicopter right robbie is j jonah jameson's like right hand man at the daily bugle yep yep jameson jameson runs in the same social circles as wilson fisk the kingpin so kingpin is now revealed to robbie robertson and by extension jameson that he is not philanthropist wilson fisk he is actually criminal mastermind the kingpin right and he doesn't have a mask or anything to cover no he's the same guy so i you know i hope that that isn't just like a whoopsie kind of thing that they that they never speak of again because i would (laughs) love for that to come back and and play up more in a late at a later time here like robbie gets back to work and is like you know wilson fisk is a real 
Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah and maybe say something along the lines of but spider-man's on the good side of this fight he's trying to take king right down right and and change j3's opinion but maybe that's asking for too much but yeah yeah. i love what you're what you're on to there Mm -hmm. even just Mm -hmm. a boy have i got a story for you kind of comment you know something like that yeah j3 could even throw in a well where was parker why was he getting pictures of you dangling (laughs) on a rope i've given this guy so many warnings You know, it, exactly. it, 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 could all, it could all happen. Yeah. Uh, so the way that this episode concludes, we have, mm-hmm. um, uh, like I said, we got Spider-Man and Silver Sable chasing after the Red Skulls. Yeah. The Scully family. Um, uh, down the, down the, into the depths of this. Uh, did you, I had a moment, I don't know if you did, where I was like, how many, how many are there? <laughs> Yes. How many hallways we got in this thing? <laughs> Is it one long hallway? Is it like a spinal tap right, backstage right. kind of thing where they're they're just going in a circle? Or or why don't they split up? Like right, you take right. all the left tunnels, I'll take the right tunnel. We're bound to find you, you they have a red skull. Do you we'll th- see them. Do you think that they're gonna walk all the way back to Germany? Through right the, through those tunnels exactly is there a direct at least new jersey mm. there's got to be a direct tunnel some <laughs> that leads to something yeah, i did think that you put it in your notes i didn't yeah. think to type it in but absolutely yeah like yeah i think uh, geographically there's more like square footage underground than right. there is in the whole complex above what we see yeah definitely definitely yeah <laughs> yeah and and you know speaking of that too you know you talk about like a you talk about like an underground complex that's been there for 50 years and you think in New York City and, you know, work that needs to be done underground, whether it's, you know, uh, utilities or, or subways or whatever. Yeah, it, it's, yeah. It, yeah, sewage. At some point, at some point, somebody with like a Con Ed helmet or, or something ran into the outside of this <laughs> complex underground. It was like... Don't worry about that. We'll just go around. Yeah, yeah. Don't, nothing to see here. It's no. been abandoned for years. Yeah, there's no vortexes or robots in there or anything. Don't even worry about it. No big deal. <laughs> uh, nothing to see here. If you're new to this job, I'll nothing. Just walk around it. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's a thing, I guess. Um, yeah. But uh, no, I like I said, I'm I'm really looking forward to the uh, to the conclusion of this. Same. Um, I and and I like how we kind of had uh, this, you know, sort of this big culmination uh, in the uh, in with the conflict between all of these characters who we've seen. Right? We had the yeah. we had the Insidious Six. Their part of this seems kind of to be kind of over now, right? Like the Insidious Six uh, yeah. is done. Yeah, I think so. I think it's all going to come down to Red Skull and, and, and the, figuring out what this this thing is doing. The Doomsday Device. Is yeah, doing. yeah, and the Amer and they, like the American Warriors, their part seems kind of you know yeah. f- mostly concluded, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I like the idea that we could be uh we could focus next time on like Spidey and Silver Sable stopping red skull and kind of learning more about the the parker family background or yes, connection please. and and stuff like that you know so yes, please. that would be yeah. that would be nice do you th- do, uh random question that's not in my notes do you think they will be above ground in the next episode or is everything going to happen <laughs> inside i'm serious like is are they just is it going to be boom straight like next beat is episode five and that's uh, mm. that's where it's gonna where everything's gonna happen or are they gonna be bouncing uh, i think they'll have to 
I think they'll have to go upstairs. You think? Because <laughs> you think they will? They're going to try to trigger the doomsday device. I have a feeling that'll have to be done above ground, not in the tunnel. There, right? I they I would know think what the doomsday I, device is going to do. They have to know what it's going to do. And that's the other. That's the other b- big burning question we still have, right? Like we, I, I, and it's not something I've missed at some point. Uh, oh, right? Like telling us what it does. Yeah, we still don't no, know what it does. Not missed it. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Believe me, Jason, you would have seen it if I if I would have because you watched <laughs> it three times, <laughs> and I can tell you with confidence, no, we're not missing anything yet. And I and for a second, I was worried. Like, wait, are they saying that the robots are the doomsday device? But no, that wasn't it no. because they the skull uh opens up the doors and he's like oh the robots or uh the, the, the serve your new master and then right. and then he's like and then my my big final reveal and then cap knocks him over and i was like okay all right so there there yeah, you do have something funny. else up your sleeve that we haven't heard yet right right something about <sighs> taking over the world i'm pretty confident something that. something world taken over yes <laughs> right mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right yes yeah, so that I mean that those are kind of the big things we gotta we still need to find out, right? Just what the, yeah. what the thing does, how Spidey's gonna catch him, and uh, what Nick Fury has to do with any of it. It's all gonna be revealed in the price of heroism, which I love that title. The I price no of heroism. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea what the uh, the plot's gonna be, but Ooh. great title. So Ooh. excited who, for that. Who do you think who do you think ends up making an ultimate sacrifice if it's the price of heroism? If you had to pick one of the American warriors to make an ultimate sacrifice in part five, who would it be? Destroyer. Destroyer? Because of the wife. Like mm. he has to pay the price of like it's the guilt has been racking in his brain mm. for all these years. And okay. that's the ultimate price he has to pay for, for Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. See, I think I, th- I that is a that is a fine fine guess the, and 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 well reasoned. I feel like Destroyer's price is carrying the guilt. Okay, that He's is paying the price his whole life. Yes, right. yes. Okay, I I think it would maybe be Black Marvel who does it. Who has been Which an one? Imp- <laughs> <laughs> who's been an important character for like two or three episodes here now, right? Like, yeah. And uh, maybe there's something, and and the other uh, to me, the other good guess would be Cap, but he's already he already sacrificed fifty years in the vortex. Yeah, he's he's yeah safe. He's, yeah. he's he seems safe, right? But I could yeah. see I could see Black Marvel having to take some action that will cost his life. All right, huh? Hmm. We'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, and what the and and I hope that it's just not like a a play on words or something. I hope we get a big swing for the fence. Right, like, right. Yeah. That would be that would be neat. I, yeah, yeah, I hope the price of heroism isn't like the price that the Parkers have already paid because it right. could be that too. Right. right, right. Or like this is the ultimate thing you have to do when you become a superhero is with great power, like that kind of lesson that Spider Man's. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Hmm. Mm. Lord, right. Lord help us if it's that, Jason. <laughs> Lordy Lord. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, it, it, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it regardless. Um, this uh, let's, let's talk through our ratings. Uh, yeah. I had, I had loads of fun in part four. I, I said it was like, it's like the beginning of the end of a movie, you know, this is always your fair part. You said it. this, this is, a, this yeah. is a, it's always a good part of a movie, right. you know, even like, right. even like crappy movies, like the beginning of the end is usually like where they start showing all their cards and everything that's been set up, you it's know, kind of starts yeah. paying off. Right, um, right. 
Yeah, so the it, it, it was it was good, and I am optimistic, and I am giving it a. Uh, in my notes, I I I I, I said higher, but I'm going to go four, four yeah. very solid radioactive spiders here. Yeah, and I was going to go a little lower than that, but I'm going to say I agree with you for radioactive spiders because if you compare it to last week's episode, mm-hmm. a heck of a lot more happens and it's a lot more satisfying. And yeah, yeah. I'm much more intrigued to watch the final part now than I was a week ago when we talked about part three. You know there what you I go. mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hooked in now. They got me, Jason. They got gotcha. you. Ah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, we'll do it again next time then, and we'll uh, we'll close up this chapter in uh, uh, Spideydom. What episode? Episode is this coming? Is this the, is it the sixth episode that we got coming up? Because there's only what there's eleven. Are there, are right. there eleven yeah. in the right? Fifth exactly. Season? We yeah. have this is again confusing. Part five, <laughs> episode six, and then we get a two parter about Hydro Man, <laughs> right? And then like right. a four parter about Secret Wars or something. Oh god! So. But the but the next episode is beyond the halfway mark of season five. Yes, is what I'm yes. saying. Like we're so yeah. we are in the home stretch. We're, we're in the, the of this whole thing. <sighs> yeah wild to think about but um right uh good times are being had by all so uh let's let's keep it up we'll, we'll talk with you uh, real soon looking forward thanks for listening to spider-man and his amazing fans please rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, spotify or your favorite app follow us on instagram at spidey's amazing fans and reach us by email spideyfanspodcast at gmail.com our cover art was created by rob momarts follow him on instagram to see his latest work we know you've got a lot of choices in animated spider-man podcasts so thanks for spending this time with us most importantly if you enjoyed it share with a friend 